Hello, welcome. I'm Stephanie Matthews with MagicalMothering.com, or you can also join in the Magical Mothering Patreon community at patreon.com forward slash Magical Mothering. So I love that every day I seem to get a prompt. It'll be either in the form of a private message, or it'll be in an experience, or it'll be in a variety of ways, but it seems like every day I get a clear, here's your topic for the day. And I got sent a video yesterday. Good morning, Lisa. I got sent a video yesterday um, about a dream premonition that somebody had and um, asked my opinion on my thoughts or my feelings and this dream premonition was about something that could potentially happen similar to the scale of maybe 9-11 or something else, um, New Orleans, something like that. Okay, so a big catastrophic event, specifically probably here in the United States, because this person is here in the United States. And I want to share a little bit of my own journey, because about... I'm going to say 10 years ago, Zion was about, oh, he was two. So about nine years ago, um, about nine years ago, I had two littles. Uh, Zion just turned two. Skyann had just turned six months. We lived in a little 400 square foot house. We were purchasing, sorry, we were purchasing storage units. And so in these storage units, we would find things like wool, um, things that Travis could then sell on eBay. We were living very frugally. Um, there was this aspect of, there was very much the prepper mentality though still because 2012 had not quite hum, come with the end of the Mayan calendar. And, or maybe it had, but it was still like that energy. There was a lot of prepper energy in our home. Travis was very much into the prepper scene, doomsday preppers, things like that. And so, as there was this energy around this, uh, we had at least a year's worth of food stored away in our little closet, as well as wool and prepping supplies and so all sorts of things for to be sustainable for quite some time. And this is really when my journey of finding as many wild edibles came to me. I had been working with herbal plants uh, in my massage business and creating all of my own products for the past quite a number of years prior to that, but mainly on like a massage scale, creating products, my own oils, my own things that way, not necessarily consuming wild edibles. And so I started diving in very deeply into that aspect. And when I realized that fear, directly correlated whether I was able to feel and speak my truth was huge. When I was living in fear of hoarding food, of uh, using all of our expenses to buy extras, to make sure that we were safe, uh, if there was anything that was going to happen. And mind you, we still have at least a year's worth of food, dried food on hand at all times, as well as our garden. So this is something that I feel that everybody should have at least three to six months worth of food in some form, dried beans, rice, 
it's really easy to just buy some things. You never know what's going to happen. And when you have this kind of backup of if there is any like aspects in the supply chain, as we're seeing prices are going up. And so it's not that food may run out, but food may become very expensive. And so if you have a little bit of cushion with even some dried good goods, it really does alleviate a lot of the fear and stress on our nervous system. It's the same thing with having a money cushion. If you have debt and you are living paycheck to paycheck, it's very stressful on your nervous system. And fear is a huge block to our throat chakra. When we go to speak our truth and we're not necessarily in alignment because fear is what our main emotion or current is in our nervous system, we feel out of integrity. And it's not that we are out of integrity, it's just that there's a fear driving our nervous system rather than us being able to be present to what is true. So I wanted to make that distinction that there's a lot of things happening. And with COVID, with things that have happened even in the past two years, we know that things are shifting. And so I want to give some really practical implications for recalibrating your central nervous system. I do have some herbal medicines that are highly, highly effective in recalibrating the central nervous system, specifically the anxiety potion. I also have one that's called Chill the Fuck Out. It is fantastic to just help with those who are more in states of overwhelm, especially when uh, hormones are connected to that. So the chill the fuck out is like when you are just can get very easily overwhelmed situationally. This I actually made for myself personally, and it works wonders. It has recalibrated that. I used to take it constantly or at least several times a month consistently. And now I very rarely have my central nervous system going into overwhelm and I can identify it so much more going, whoa, I'm in overwhelm. I'm going to calm down. And I don't necessarily even need to take the potion anymore because I've taken it so often that I've recalibrated and created an awareness with it. The other one, the anxiety potion is really for more of those with panic attacks, with anxiety disorder, um, those aspects that really trigger the central nervous system. And even if you're not prone to it, if you have a lot of financial stress, if you have a lot of uh, environmental stress, if you have a lot of work stress, the anxiety potion is a really incredible way to recalibrate that nervous system, especially if you're working on getting rid of debt or becoming more financially secure. A lot of times we end up, we don't even realize the amount of stress that we put on our body when we have these aspects um, of lack or fear going on. It actually creates a very tangible physical sensation in our bodies. So what does this have to do with the throat chakra? The throat chakra is a higher chakra. So on a root level, our root chakra is really about being fed, feeling safe, having shelter, warmth, and our very basic needs met. And so if our 
basic safety is at concern, if we feel that there is a physical threat to our lives, which is what anxiety is, we cannot be in a higher chakra space if we're living in a root chakra world. And that is really what our world is right now. We are a first world country. So we live in giant houses. We have cars. We have enough food in the grocery stores that there should never be a food worry for anyone in the country. Yet, most people, the majority of people are living in fear and do not feel safe in their own home, their own body, their own skin. What a contradiction. So I'd like to offer you this juxtaposition just to see how much this doesn't make sense. In our primitive days, in what was most people say the caveman days, which was actually not caveman-esque at all, it was very much a goddess culture. They lived in community. There was these grandmothers or the women were honored as life givers. Life was honored, whether there was a known father or not. The father actually didn't really matter. The women were the one who had the lineage. There's was a definitive, this is where the baby came from. And that life was honored no matter what. There was safety and security in the community. If somebody violated somebody's feelings of being safe, they were, they were excommunicated. They were sent away. They were shipped away. They were killed. They were left. And in some cultures, they were reminded of their innate goodness and accepted back into the community. But being a person that created feelings of not being safe was not tolerated. This was not acceptable in a community. They did not live in their root chakra, constantly having to find safety, such as we do in our first world country. This is a really big deal because they did not have to meet their basic needs. Everyone knew how to start a fire. Everyone knew how to create a shelter. Everyone knew how to create warmth. Everyone knew how to find food and water effortlessly. They just went out into the world and it was an abundance to them. There was not this fear of going hungry. There was not this fear. They knew there was leaner months when there wasn't as many greens and they provide, they like their diet was provided a lot with bone broths and things like that. But these were known and they weren't scary times. It was a well-known aspect that there is abundance times and times of leanness, but it wasn't a fear-based culture. Our first world, Western world, is a fear-based culture, driving us to stay disconnected and not eat, like at a root chakra level so that we can't possibly even get to these higher chakras of communicating our truth, of being in a space of love. All of these aspects require a lot of work, attention, and awareness to get into these spaces, let alone going into source energy and being connected to the divine feminine and all of these aspects. So there's a very interesting aspect going on when we look at what is possible. And I was chatting with somebody yesterday and I said, you know, our property is in a very root chakra space. We're literally and physically building our shelter right now. 
yes, we have our converted school bus, our RV, our tiny home that we absolutely love, and it has everything that we need in it. And for the, for the property, buildings and structures are physically going up around us. The apothecary was just built. Travis is working on our outdoor shower today. We're getting our bus battery so that we can move the bus back into our uh, what is going to be our community hall to finish that off to create a grand dining room and a living space and a community space. So things are physically being put up, shelters, spaces, structures. It's, be, it's literally getting built up as we speak. And so just because this space is this raw space, there's so much safety here. And so automatically, we can move into that sacral or solar plexus space to create community, to create safety, to create intimacy, to create connection, because there is a safety space already implemented. When you are living life not feeling safe, it is very difficult to do the rest of the work in your life. And so I want to bring, I wanted to bring attention to this, that in our Western world, the majority of what we're fed is fear. And when we live in a constant state of fear, there's not a whole lot of room for a lot of, a, a lot else. Like that is what is taking up the majority of our central nervous system is fear. And so I want to really ask you where in your body are you storing this fear? And sometimes we can actually feel it in our throat chakra, which is really interesting because it almost is like it's stuck right here in our reptilian part of our brain, literally blocking that whole throat chakra from being able to speak our truth, from being able to speak. And there is a lot of generational aspects, especially those in more of the magical community or the witchy community or the goddess community, because we have had these remembrances of the witch trials. We have had these remembrances of making maybe our past or our familial cultural uh, identities being destroyed through the church. So there's this aspect of if we speak our truth, will we live to tell it? And this is an important aspect as well. It's very much correlated and connected with the throat chakra. So two questions are gonna be in the workbook today. And I did not get a planner page out yesterday. So I will be getting that out on the Patreon and in the group as well. Um, thanks for your patience when I get sidetracked by life. Um, so a question is where in your body do you feel fear? And then the next aspect is, is what, when you're in fear, what is the thing that you are most afraid to speak on or of? And so you can go into the Discord and answer each of these questions. And I did prompt some questions yesterday in the live that I did for the Patreon only. I didn't do a recording of that just to honor the space there. So um, I very much encourage you if you're in the patron uh, or discord group, 
go in there and share the times and days of the week that work best for you. I'm going to have various times and days that I do a Facebook live for the patrons only or a discord live for the patrons only. That way people can, we can create that intimacy and that connection with everybody depending on their availability. So I'm excited to contemplate these questions and I'm so grateful that there's these prompts that come up every day. So thank you for being here. Thanks for joining in and I will see you all tomorrow. Have an absolutely magical day.